Now it's time for the Disney View podcast. Please move across your car to make room for everyone. Our podcast will begin momentarily. Join Dave as he makes his grand circle tour around the Walt Disney World Resort. Dave is a dreamer and an engineer who enjoys the magic and wonder of it all, but understands Disney's place in history and respects the legacy that's been left. Come along and hear Dave's thoughts about Walt Disney World and see it through Dave's eyes. Please stand clear of the podcaster. Por favor, manténganse alejado del David. And now, here's your host. Hey everyone, it's Dave. Welcome to another edition of Dave's Disney View Podcast. On today's podcast, I wanted to talk about vegetarian dining options at the Walt Disney World Resort. And yeah, I know what you're thinking. Vegetarian dining options? What are you talking about? Well, let me try and sum up quickly what a vegetarian is all about. So vegetarians tend to eat more or less the same things as carnivores, with the exception of they don't eat meat products. So there's no flesh anywhere in there. There's no chicken, there's no fish, there's no beef, there's no lamb, there's no anything like that, pork, anything like it. Uh, So that's vegetarianism. You can still eat animal products such as milk and eggs, which makes the uh, palate very easy to please. You can still eat a lot of things. You can still eat cookies, eggs, you know, all these things that you might otherwise not eat. Now, on the other hand, there's vegan. And vegans tend to think a little bit differently. They don't want any animal products or animal byproducts. There's no meat and there's also no eggs and no milk. So you have the the situation where uh, vegans are going to try to eat less of uh, anything that's animal related. So it's all going to be a plant-based diet. So vegans have a little more trouble finding things uh, when they go out and uh, it's a little harder to to stay vegan when you're out in public because not everybody gets the whole vegan diet. Vegetarian, on the other hand, it's always very easy or usually fairly easy to uh, to try to accommodate in some way. So what I want to talk about is vegetarian dining. Now, here's the thing with my family. My family has an interesting uh, sort of range of things that they eat. I have one son who's vegetarian, one son who will only eat certain types of meats. My wife will only eat fish, but leans more vegetarian. I don't eat beef because I had a July 4th picnic five or so years ago where I had too many hamburgers and hot dogs, caught the flu, got really sick, and well, can't stand the taste of beef since then. So, and my daughter, she'll eat almost anything, so she's, she's a little more flexible than the rest of us. So cooking in my house tends to be a little bit more vegetarian in style. And the great part is that vegetarian dining has gotten much easier. There are a lot more products that you can make and you can have that emulate what you would think about as your meat products. There's uh, all kinds of different things that you can add to different dishes that make you think that you're having meat in some way. It's not all tofu. There's a lot of other interesting things out there. Now, sometimes tofu is a good choice, but you don't always have to go to tofu. And that's what makes vegetarian dining interesting. Now, Disney has gotten on board with this. For a period of time there, if you wanted to eat vegetarian, your best bet was to try and get a salad or something at one of the uh, quick service restaurants or to go to a sit-down dining establishment because sit-down dining for a long time has accommodated a lot of different uh, food-related things that people want. You know, people maybe, uh, maybe have food allergies or something and they could accommodate that. But quick service and counter service was always kind of an issue because you didn't see that they had those sort of options available. But over the last few years, that's changed dramatically. I think the rise of these different products that are available and the rise of people who want to lead a, I'll use the word healthier diet because vegetarianism isn't always healthier, but in general it is, I would say, just because you're not having all the meat and the fat from meat. So you're seeing more of it. 
and uh, the, Disney is, has more offerings for vegetarians. So I wanted to share with you some of the dishes that I like at the Walt Disney World Resort. Now, originally I had kind of half planned this as a top 20, but it didn't really work as a top 20 because I can't rank them. I, I just don't think it's fair to rank them. So instead, what I'd like to do is group them by different locations and tell you about the foods that are there. So there's about 20 items on this list and I'm going to talk to you about them and tell you what's there and what I like about it, where to find it, and the next time you're at the Walt Disney World Resort, if you're a vegetarian, you might try some of these. And if you're not, you might want to try them as an option, something that's different. It's not just about hamburgers and hot dogs anymore. And that's one of the things that I really like about the, what Walt Disney World is doing now, that they're starting to do more things that accommodate more tastes. And even at counter service and quick service restaurants, you're finding more gluten-free options and you're finding more food allergic options that, uh, that are available to you more easily and more readily. And of course, they list all their ingredients out so you know what you're getting. Now, I'd like to remind you that your mileage may vary a little bit depending on the location that you select. And if you have a certain allergy or a certain restriction because you don't want to eat certain things, you'll want to ask at any dining establishment if you have certain allergies or certain restrictions on the food you want to eat just to make sure that they don't have that in there. In general, these are good vegetarian options, but as always, just check if you want to be sure. So one of the things I wanted to point out to you, and this is something I learned recently because I didn't even realize this, Dole Whips, one of the great treats that a lot of people like, that's actually a vegan dessert. And you can enjoy that all you like because there is actually no animal product in it. So let's break this down and talk about the quick service restaurants, these counter service places where you can go in and get a vegetarian meal. I'm gonna start off by going park to park. So let's start with the Magic Kingdom. And uh, one of the things I like in the Magic Kingdom is Casey's Corner. Casey's Corner always used to be about hot dogs, but now they have a plant-based slaw dog. And I had this on my most recent trip and I really enjoyed it. It's from the Impossible Meat Company and it's actually a plant-based dog. And it tastes and has the texture of a hot dog. And they put this um, slaw on top of it that's really nice and you, they serve it on a bun and it makes a nice meal. Uh, very filling, I found that I had to eat it with a fork and knife, but it, uh, it really was pretty tasty. Over at the Columbia Harbor House, there are two vegetarian dishes on the menu. The first one is a vegetarian chili, so what they've done is they've taken the meat out, and otherwise the chili and the spices are all the same, and you get a similar type of dish, and it's a nice accompaniment. I don't know if it's really a full meal per se. It's got the beans in it, so it feels kind of filling, but it's not necessarily a full meal on its own but it is pretty good and you might enjoy it. The other thing they have is something called a lighthouse sandwich. The lighthouse sandwich is a uh, multi-grain bread that has on it hummus and tomato broccoli slaw. Uh, it's really pretty good. It's, it's a surprising thing. You, you look at it and you go, okay, so it's got tomatoes and broccoli slaw and hummus. And you go, oh, how good this, could this be? And it's surprisingly good. The texture of the multi-grain bread makes it really kind of special and something different. And the hummus gives it a little, a little flavor and the broccoli slaw gives it a little crunch. And I like the way they prepare it because they serve it with a uh, house-made potato chip. And it's actually a pretty tasty dish. And I, I like this one a lot. And this is one that I, uh, I tend to get when I go there just because I really like the flavor. Over at the Friar's Nook, which is over uh, right near where the uh, Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh is, they have a vegan bratwurst. And uh, th again, this is another one, I believe this one's from the Beyond Meat Company. But it's a bratwurst the, the uh, uh, Beyond Meat Company does, and they actually boil it in beer. So it actually has sort of the pallor when you put it in your mouth, it kind of tastes like a regular meat bratwurst because it has that beer flavor to it.
and they serve it with a little bit of sauerkraut and put it on a, uh, a pretzel bun. And it's a very tasty dish. It's really nice. It's surprisingly good and kind of a fun find because it's something that you don't expect. Uh, it's got that kind of unexpectedness to it that you, re that re you really enjoy. And then finally in the Magic Kingdom is the uh, Pecos Bill Cafe, the Tall Tale Inn and Cafe. Over there, you can find a veggie bowl. Now the veggie bowl, what it is, it's the rice and the beans, along with some cheese, guacamole, sour cream, and then you can put all the fixins on it you want, so that you can have the tomatoes and the lettuce and so forth. And it's a pretty satisfying dish. I wouldn't say it's terrific, but it's a satisfying dish that's kind of nice, that's something different from the everyday. So if you're headed over to Pecos Bill and maybe the rest of the family would like to have something else that's meat-oriented, you can pick something up that's pretty good. And I actually got this the last time I was there. I saw it and I was like, I'm gonna get that. And I actually found it to be pretty filling. I actually got a side of chips to go with it to make it a little bit more uh, complete in that sense, but I liked it. I thought it was kind of nice and with the toppings, it really did work out pretty well. Now let's go over to the studios. In the uh, Hollywood studios, there are two places I'd like to point out. The first is the Backlot Express. That's over by where Star Tours is. And in that one, you can find a grilled vegetable sandwich. Now, this is not the greatest grilled vegetable sandwich I've ever had in my life. It's okay. It's a, a decent uh, vegetable sandwich, but I'm not, I don't think it's like the best thing I've ever had. It's nice and it's pleasant and it, you know, it's kind of good, but it's not like, it's not like terrific. The vegetables, you know, they're all cooked on a grill, so they've got the char marks and they've got a little flavor to them. But the bread's a little dry and it's not like the greatest meal, but it's okay and it's filling and it's nice and it's, you know, it's a kind of a pleasant thing to have. So I don't mind it. It's just maybe not my favorite thing. I believe that if I'm not mistaken, they do serve it with a uh, uh, piece of mozzarella on it. So it's got a little more flavor to it. It gives you a little bit of protein that you might want. So there is that, um, but I actually kind of like this one. I don't love it, but it is pretty good. Better than that is over at Rosie's All-American Cafe. And that's actually over, uh, let's see, Rosie's is over. I can't even remember where Rosie's is off the top of my head. Where is Rosie's? For once, I can't remember where something is at the Walt Disney World Resort. What's up with that? Rosie's is down as you're heading toward the uh, Tower of Terror or the uh, ro uh, Rock and Roller Coaster. As you make the turn, you're going to come around and it'll be on, your, on the side there. You'll find it and it actually has um, some interesting characteristics to it. It's kind of, it almost looks, it almost doesn't look like a restaurant when you see it. It's sort of a counter service outdoor kind of thing. And you walk up to it and you order your, your meal. The thing that's interesting there is the fried green tomato sandwich. They actually take a green tomato, they slice it up, they batter it, they fry it, they serve it on a bun with lettuce and, uh, <laughs> lettuce and tomato. No, that doesn't make sense. They serve it on a bun with lettuce. And it's actually a pretty satisfying dish. It feels sort of like if you're in the mood for a sort of a fried chicken thing, it's kind of like that because it's got that fried crunch to it. But it's the fried green tomato inside. It's the, it's, so it's got a little different texture to it when you bite into it. And it's kind of nice. It's something that's very different and unexpected. It's a nice find and it's very pleasant. And uh, actually, I kind of enjoy this one. It's kind of a, a fun thing to be able to get. Now let's head over to the Animal Kingdom. One of the places that I really liked, and this was a surprise to me, was the Satuli Camp Canteen over at the uh, where the Pandora world is, the Land of Avatar. And this was interesting because one of the things that they have in there is their bowl. And you pick out your bowl, and the way the bowl works is you... So you pick out your base, which is, I believe you choose from like uh, sweet potatoes, or I think it's a greens, or it's a uh, rice. And then you pick out the protein you want to have on top. So you can pick chicken or you can pick beef, 
or you can pick crispy fried tofu. Now this is one of the cases where the crispy fried tofu is actually pretty good because they actually take the tofu and they sear it all the way around. So instead of being this rubbery little ball that most people think of when they think of tofu, this has actually got a little texture to it. And it's actually kind of a nice texture. It almost, we know it almost feels like when you take a potato and you dice it up into little cubes and then you pan fry it and it's got a little crunch to it, something like that. It, it has that sort of texture to it in a way, but it's pure protein because it's uh, soybeans. So they do this and then you pick a, a dressing to go on top of it. And I think you get a side with it too, but it's really a nice dish. If you do it with the, uh, the tofu, it's completely vegetarian. So you can do some, uh, some interesting things. And I think if I remember correctly, you can do it as a vegan dish because some of the dressings are vegan as well. Some of them have a little bit of um, uh, milk or eggs in them, but most, at least one of them doesn't. So you can make it a vegan dish if you're interested in that. So kind of interesting and it's a nice little dish. And honestly, when you get it, the flavors are so big and the, you've got the potatoes in there. It's a nice dish. You don't even realize that you're eating tofu if you don't know you're eating tofu. That's one where I actually like the tofu. A lot of places I get tofu and I go, I don't like this. It's got no flavor, but this actually has a nice flavor to it and it works out pretty well. Um, over at the Flame Tree Barbecue, it's kind of a strange place to get a vegetarian dish. They have a watermelon salad. It's cubed watermelon with a little bit of, uh, I think it's vinegar on the top. And I think they put a little bit of salad greens on it as well. It's not a full meal, but it's a nice side dish. It's very refreshing, especially on a hot day. It's got a nice feel to it. So it's another little vegetarian dish. I think this one's actually even vegan as well, where you can actually get it and enjoy yourself and have a little something cool. Over on the Harambe market, there's a grilled vegetable stack. Now the Harambe market is over uh, near, where, near where you enter to go on the Kilimanjaro safaris. And in this location, you get a stack of mushrooms, tofu, yellow zucchini, green zucchini, roasted red peppers, onions, and arugula that makes a nice little meal. And it's stacked up really neatly. And then they do a, um, there's a side of black eyed pea corn and tomato salad that's really nice. It's also vegetarian. That's got a nice flavor to it. And between the two, you get a really nice meal. It's a great mix of vegetables that have been uh, grilled up. It has a uh, pesto sauce on top and it's really nice. It's got a great flavor good textures, a lot of fresh vegetables. It feels pretty good when you eat it too. Also at the Animal Kingdom, and you may see here a little trend, the Animal Kingdom seems to have a lot of vegetarian dishes that they offer. Over at Restaurantosaurus, which is over by where the uh, Dino Land is, it's maybe not as satisfying as a hamburger, as a beef burger that you might eat, but it does have a nice flavor to it and it's got a nice texture and it feels kind of satisfying. I think this one they serve on a whole wheat bun. And it's really nice and you can put the toppings on it and you get a couple of things, uh, you can get a side with it and whatever. And it feels pretty good. It's because a little spice makes it interesting. It's something that's different, unique, and a little unusual. And I, and I like to think of it as sort of an out, out of the ordinary thing because you wouldn't think of having this as a meal, but it really is a quite filling meal and it's really good. And because of the black eyed peed salad, you're really filling yourself up. It's kind of a nice way to, to round out a meal and get something different. Over near where the entrance is to Primeval World, you'll find Restaurantosaurus. There's a spicy black bean burger that's in there. Now, is it really spicy? No. But is it something different? Absolutely. How many times can you find a uh, something that's like a black bean burger that's something a little different? Now, on this one, they do put a uh, cheddar cheese and an avocado spread, which gives it just a little bit more of an oomph factor. So when you eat it, the cheese kind of, uh, kind of works with it. And then the avocado spread just gives it a little more 
coolness and a little texture to it uh, that kind of counteracts the spicy black beans, which is kind of nice. And then the last place in the animal kingdom I want to point out is Mr. Kamal's food cart that's between Africa and Asia along the way. As you walk along, you'll see it there. Now, this is an interesting place. It's got a couple of dishes in it that you might like. One of them is samosas. Samosas are one of those dishes that's kind of underappreciated in this country. Samosas are traditionally um, Indian and have an influence into some of the Asian cultures that go beyond India. So you'll see them in uh, other places around, uh, around that part of the world. Samosas are basically a dough that has inside it some potatoes, peas, spices, a few other vegetables sometimes, and it's got a little bite to it. There's a little kick to them usually. Depending on where you get it from, they may have a lot of kick, but generally speaking, they have a little kick. Then they deep fry it, and they serve it, in a, uh, they serve it sometimes with a little chutney. And it's one of those dishes that you should try. If you've never tried it, I would highly recommend trying one wherever you are, whether you get it at Animal Kingdom or whether you get it somewhere else. The samosa is one of those rare pleasures. It's just different and unexpected. There are other food cultures that do something similar uh, that you might see. You've seen them, I've seen them in Germany. Um, some of the Israelis eat something similar. Uh, I've also seen them uh, in other parts of the world. China does a, a similar sort of dish. So they're, they're kind of universal in a way. It's, you know, it's, a, it's a dough filled with some other vegetables. And it's really pretty good. It's one of those dishes I really like, and I highly recommend it if you should try it at some point. But it's one of those things that's very satisfying. It's nice. It's got a little flavor to it. Maybe it's not as healthy because they're deep frying it, but it's still pretty good. And the other dish they have there is the falafel. And they serve some falafel balls uh, kind of on their own. Falafel, what it is, it's chickpeas. So garbanzo beans, if you're familiar with them with that term, that are uh, ground up with some spices and a little breading. And they're, they form them into a ball and they deep fry them. And these have an interesting texture. They always do. That's the thing about the uh, falafel balls. They always have an interesting texture. Now, sometimes, depending on how well they're fried, how dried out they are, and what spices they put into them, they may or may not be hit or miss. These are pretty good, the ones that they have there at Mr. Kamal's. They're pretty good. They've got a nice texture. They've got a nice flavor. And I think they do a nice job with them. And that's one of those things that, again, you should try sometime. You'll see these. You'll see... Uh, falafel served a lot of different places, all through the Middle East um, into uh, most of Asia. Uh, you'll see falafels of some kind. So it's kind of an interesting dish. And, you know, the chickpea, it's a very filling thing. It's, a, you know, another protein uh, that you can get that's a nice substitute for other types of meats. So that should do it for the animal kingdom. Now let's move on to Epcot. Epcot has a couple of choices. One is at the Sunshine Seasons. And now there are two dishes here that are actually vegan. The first is a vegan dish that's called vegan beef with jasmine rice. If I'm not mistaken, this one is a Saitan product. Saitan is a wheat product that when you look at it, the texture of it looks like meat. When they cut it and they, they color it and so forth and they, they marinate it in different spices, it actually has uh, some nice texture to it and it feels kind of like meat in your mouth. Now you're not gonna be fooled. You're not gonna say, hey, this is meat, but it kind of has the feeling like meat in your mouth. Uh, so it's a, um, it's a nice thing. And they do this tamarind sauce. It's really nice. It's got this, tamarind is this um, uh, tropical sort of flavor. You'll see them in the tropics, around the islands, um, and then over into uh, Asia uses them as well. They're a long bean that's actually got a, a, a sweet tanginess to it is the best way I can describe it. It's kind of an interesting umami on your, in your tongue when you, when you taste tamarind because it's not quite sweet. It's not quite spicy. It's sort of just got this nice texture. It's sort of almost like when you get a mushroom sauce that's really good, it feels kind of like that, only it's a little sweeter. 
and they serve it with a um, jasmine rice that's really nice. Uh, it's a nice dish. It's a very pleasant thing, very appealing, and it's a good good alternative for uh, somebody who's looking for a vegetarian dish. Another dish they have there is a vegan korma. Now a korma is typically an Indian dish that's um, almost like a curry. Um, so what you'll have is um, basmati rice topped with cauliflower, peas, carrots, and a mild curry sauce, and gardein chicken. Gardein is a, um, is a company name. The chicken is actually a soy plant-based chicken alternative. And when it's done this way, it actually some feels like chicken in your mouth. It doesn't exactly taste like chicken, but it has the feeling of chicken in your mouth when it's done this way and it's in the curry like this. It actually feels pretty good. And you kind of fool your mouth into thinking that it's chicken. We do some Gardein products at home sometimes. There's a number of them available commercially in the grocery stores. And um, most of them are pretty good. Some are better than others. Um, we prefer in our house some of the chicken nuggets. And uh, there's some boneless chicken wings they do. And they're good because you're, you bake them up and they have a nice texture to them. And they hold up to other flavors really well. So you can do some things with them. The boneless chicken wings, you can put a spicy sauce on. And the chicken tenders, you can add whatever to. You can put them in ketchup or you can do barbecue sauce or you can do all kinds of things. So that's why this dish works for me. Next up, over at the Electric Umbrella, they have something that's called a veggie naan. And naan bread is, uh, is a kind of a bread that you get in uh, parts of Asia, especially into India. And it's made typically made in a tandoori oven. So it's a bread product that's cooked on an, in an oven that's very high temperature. The, the uh, naan itself has a lot of flavor to it. Plain naan is really good, but they do a garlic naan that's just out of this world. If you really want to get some good naan bread, by the way, uh, at a sit-down restaurant, head over to the Animal Kingdom Lodge and uh, you go to the Jico and you order the naan service. And that bread is outstanding and out of this world, but we're not talking about uh, sit-down uh, sit restaurants, but that one is really good and they serve it with a number of different sauces and chutneys. Anyway, this is a uh, version of it where they do uh, the naan bread and then they add some, uh, uh, some vegetables to the naan. And what they do is they take uh, broccoli slaw and edamame. Edamame is soybeans that have been boiled, uh, dried out and boiled, and they're really pretty good. They've got a nice texture. You may have seen um, edamame at like a Japanese restaurant, kind of like that, but they take them out of the shells and they serve them to you. And the uh, broccoli slaw. Now the broccoli slaw is kind of hit or miss. Sometimes I've had it and it's actually pretty good and crunchy. Sometimes it's not so good. What makes this is the tofu wasabi dressing. Some people say that the tofu wasabi is like creamy horseradish. And that's kind of, I guess, really right because that's really what it is. It's, um, it's like a mayonnaise-based dish that actually does something that gives it a little flavor. But this dish works. And why it works is because of the naan bread. The naan bread is so good that whatever you put on it is going to be tasty. That's what I love about naan bread. It's got herbs that are baked into it, so it's always pretty good. And then by far my favorite vegetarian dish at all of Walt Disney World is also in Epcot, and that's in the Tangerine Cafe. And that is the vegetarian platter that they have there. And that platter is just outstanding. You get couscous, you get lentils, you get uh, several different kinds of salads uh, that are not salads. I mean, they're, you know, they're uh, Mediterranean type salads that are really good. And uh, you get hummus and you get feta cheese and you get just a non, you get a, uh, you get a, um, a bread that goes with it that's not really non, it's, it's more like a lavash, but it's a little thicker. It's, uh, it's just wonderful. It's one of those things that you just, you love it. And I actually like the, um, the, they do a chicken version and they do a lamb version as well. So they add the, those, um, those elements to it. Otherwise it's the same dish. And I love both of those too. It's like one of my favorite places to eat in all of Walt Disney World. 
And the vegetarian dish there is just fantastic. There's so many different flavors. You know, some of them have a little more citrus. Some of them have a little more parsley. Some of them have a little more spice. Some of them have a little more whatever. And it's just every little thing, every little component, because there's like six components on the plate, every one makes up something nice that really is quite satisfying. And uh, it's one of those dishes that I just really enjoy having because it's so different. And it's not something you see every day and uh, really satisfying in its own way. So we've talked about all four of the theme parks. Now, what about in the resorts? Well, over in the uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge, for a counter service type place, you can go over to the Mara. And what they serve there is a veggie flatbread, where they take some vegetables that they've grilled up, and uh, they're, all, they're all very nicely seasoned. They put them on top of a flatbread. It's not quite a non-bread. It's more like the bread you'd get at the uh, Tangerine Cafe, but it's really pretty good, and it's got a nice flavor to it. You can fold it over, make a little sandwich of it. It's a nice dish. Over at Beaches and Cream, and that is in the uh, Beach Club, you have a falafel flatbread. And again, it's another flatbread. And in this case, they take the same falafel that you, we talked about at Mr. Kamal's, and they uh, put a little sauce on top of it. And it's a, like a little cream sauce almost. Um, you, you'll see it at different uh, Mediterranean type places. It's got a really nice flavor to it. And they add that to it, and they put that on the flatbread, and you can eat it like a sandwich. And there's nothing like that. A, flat, you know, a falafel sandwich is something that's really um, different and unique, and it's really good. And the flatbread kind of complements the crunch and the texture of the falafel. At the Art of Animation Resort, there's a uh, Beyond Burger that they have there. Now, the Beyond Meat Company is starting to make more inroads at Disney and sell more of their products in different places. I've heard about it popping up in different places, but I haven't tried it in different places. The Beyond Burger is the one that really gets me as being the best substitute for meat anywhere. And uh, when I stopped eating beef some years ago, the one thing I missed was the mouthfeel of a hamburger. I know that sounds totally weird, but that was the one thing that I absolutely missed. And as I tried different vegetarian products, even chicken burgers, turkey burgers, all of these things didn't give me that same satisfying mouthfeel that you want from a hamburger. Hamburger has a certain mouthfeel that just works. The Beyond Meat Burger, in my opinion, does just that. It gives you exactly the mouthfeel that you want that makes you feel like you're having a satisfying hamburger. And I'll buy them at home. Uh, you buy them from the grocery store and I'll grill them up. And the cool thing about them is the texture looks right. It looks like a hamburger. It grills up like a hamburger. It goes from sort of a reddish pinkish color to a nice dark brown when you, uh, when you grill it. And it actually has beet juice in it that bleeds. So I know that sounds really weird, but it actually has something in it that looks like uh, blood coming out of the, the hamburger. And so when you eat it, it has that satisfying juiciness that you expect from a hamburger. So this is one of those things that I absolutely love, and I'm glad to see Disney's putting more of them around the parks in different places. Though, you know, it's something I can have at home, but it's something that's so different and so good that I really enjoy it. I know there are several companies now, some several of the... Uh, the bigger uh, chains of food, uh, food, food outlets around the country. Um, I believe the Cheesecake Factory has just switched to the Impossible, uh, not the Impossible Burger, the Beyond Meat Burger. I know that uh, Burger Fi serves the uh, Beyond Meat Burger, and several other places have started to do it as well. So you're starting to see that show up in different places. So if you haven't tried it, I highly recommend it. It's one of those things that's really good. One of my personal favorites. Makes my mouth water just thinking about it, honestly. And... Uh, I really do enjoy it. So I, I'm glad that they have it at the Walt Disney World Resort and I, I'm glad that I can get it there. 
Now over at the All-Star Music Resort, there is a vegetarian burger. Now this is a completely different type of burger. This is a, a pea protein and it's got other veg vegetables in it. So it's got corn and carrots and other things that you can see in there. And what I like about it is when you make it, you can put your toppings on it and it gives a nice satisfying burger feel. So if you're art, that's the art of animation, and you're looking for something that's vegetarian, this is a nice choice. It's something that's different. It feels good, it tastes good, and it's really kind of a nice, food, a nice piece of food that you can get. So that takes care of all the resorts. Now the only other thing I wanted to point out to you was over at Disney Springs. For counter service, it's a little harder to find different places to eat. There's not a lot of uh, options if you're looking for true counter service. There's several sit-down restaurants that offer different vegetarian options, but there are a couple of places that do. So at the Earl of Sandwich, you can find a couple of vegetarian dishes there if you're looking for one. Blaze Pizza is a great choice for vegetarian or vegan dining. You can order a pizza with uh, cheese or not cheese or vegan cheese or whatever you'd like and you can put the toppings on it you like. I really like that. Several of the food trucks offer vegetarian options that I haven't tried yet. I've wanted to try them but I haven't tried them yet so I'll have to get over there and give them a try. And then Morimoto Street Food um, has a noodle dish that sounds really intriguing. I've eaten at Morimoto, but I haven't eaten at the street food. So I'll have to check that out and see if it's any good, but it sounds like it could be a pretty good dish. It's like uh, noodles with um, some uh, sauce on it that's, uh, I believe it was some sort of a sesame ginger sauce or something like that, and uh, it had some, you know, some different vegetables mixed in it. So it had that right, I, the right concept, but I just haven't seen it and tried it, so I can't really speak to it. It just sounded really good. Well, there you go. I've given you some ideas on some of the things that you could do to try some vegetarian food at the Walt Disney World Resort. It doesn't have to be all hamburgers and hot dogs. You don't have to go find a sit-down restaurant to find vegetarian food. There's lots of options that are available to you, and I hope you'll try them sometime and maybe take them in. I wanted to share with you some of the places that I like because it's something that's different. Don't be afraid to be a vegetarian. Don't you know? hear that word and you go, yeah, whatever. It's just that you've taken the meat products out and replaced them with something else that's equally satisfying. You can still have eggs, you can still have cheese, you can still have milk, but you just take out all the, the actual meat products. If you think about it, what they've done is they've said, okay, we're not going uh, to kill the animal to eat its flesh, but we will take some of the products from it. Unlike vegan, where they will say that we'll have no animal products whatsoever. So as I say, it's a little harder. Now I know some people who are vegans who make the choice, the conscious choice to say, if we're going to eat out, we'll eat vegetarian and try to keep out all the eggs and milk, but it's really hard. And I know other people who are a little more, I'll use the word militant about it and say, this is the way we eat and that's all there is to it. And it's a little harder to eat out that way, but not impossible. There's always options. You just have to be aware of those options. So as a carnivore, just think about it a little differently and go, hey, how could I eat a little differently? Try something new to please my palate. This is really unique stuff. This is different things. These are things you wouldn't have seen on a menu before, but they're all really good. Every one of these dishes is ta um, taste tested and approved by me. And I like them all. And I've tried to tell you where to find them and what you can enjoy about them. So I hope you give them a try sometime. If you've got any other ones, please feel free to post them below or send me an email. I'll be happy to talk about them some another time. Well, that is my podcast for this week. I hope you've enjoyed it. And remember, if we can dream it, we can certainly do it. Bye now. Thank you for tuning in to the Disney View podcast. We hope you had a pleasant stay and arrive home safely. Please remain seated until your ride vehicle stops completely. Then 
gather your personal belongings and step out onto the moving platform. And yes, I know it went by so quickly, but don't worry. One of the nice things about traveling on this podcast is that the journey is just beginning. Show notes are available on DisneyWorldPodcast.net. While there, please check out some of our affiliates. You'll also find links to Dave's iPhone and iPad apps. There's an app for pin trading, one for finding hidden Mickeys, and an app for finding and tracking pressed pennies around the Walt Disney World Resort. And you never know just what Dave is working on next. If you have questions, feel free to drop Dave an email at davesdisneyview at gmail.com. Original music you're hearing in this podcast is Oslo Doom by Gilberto Gil. Of course, this is a fan podcast and in no way affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.